Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to be back on this lovely Thursday afternoon. Glad you were with us on blogtalkradio.com slash smartasspodcast. Kay Little, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Hi, everyone. Well, we want to welcome you to the podcast. First, I want to start off by saying it's been two years in the making. We are finally ready to deliver. Um, I'm your host, Quite Frank. And I am Kay Little. So, we have seven years' worth of conversations and arguments and misunderstandings, all right, and varying viewpoints, but at the end of the day, I'm always right. And I'm always right, too. And through it all, though we may be different, you know, we realize that we're both smart asses, so we present to you Smart Ass Podcast. And see, what's unique about the podcast, this is a live component through Blog Talk Radio. It allows listeners to com- to comment, engage in real time, whether whether, you, whether it be our chat function or if whether you'll be able to call in. Don't worry. If you can't miss today's live episode, you can always tune in the next day on either iTunes or Spotify of our ho- or our host platform, which is blogtalk.com slash smartasspodcast. And don't forget that Smartass Podcast is in effect every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so make sure y'all check us out. Before we jump into everything today and so much that we have to talk about, um, we just want to check in and see how y'all are doing and let you know that, um, for me at least, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I was quarantined in my apartment for 14 days and was just released on Monday. So I have been very excited and happy to be back in the city to be able to go outside, to leave my apartment, to go run, to go work out, to just sort of be out in the world, which has been really nice. Uh, Those 14 days of quarantine were hard. So anyone out there going through that or just incredibly isolated in your apartment, keep the faith. Keep the faith alive. Crazy. It do feel like it was worth it, though. Right. Mm -hmm. Was it worth it, though, to be at – was it worth it to – to go out in the world and finally be quarantined, like you appreciate new things now that you didn't, oh, didn't before. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you appreciate the, the small things that you uh, take for granted. But just the fact to be able to walk out of my, my walk outside of my apartment and take out the trash, uh, such a small thing, something that we probably often complain about. But dang, I appreciate being able to leave and just walk and just move outside of my space. So, yeah, I'm feeling good this week. I'm glad you're doing good. Glad to see you. I'm doing good. I can't complain, man. Uh, NBA basketball is back, so I'm very excited about that. Even though right now it's just a scrimmage, but I'm gonna say I just had some sports back because I had a routine. You know, press around this time is playoff time, so I'm glad to see that the NBA is back. And on top of that, that they are still um, are showing their social justice side by you know allowing the players to wear certain different um, logos or certain different sayings when it comes to Black Lives Matter or say their names and things like that. So I'm very, very impressed mm. with that and the players uh, are continuing on. And the them representing that Breonna Taylor's uh, killer is still out there. Uh, yep. They still haven't been arrested. So please call your local, call that, that local uh, lawmakers to get, get those cops arrested and charged. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing, I'm doing great, man. I'm just glad, glad to be here and glad to see you another day. Good. Okay. Good job, quite frank. Let's jump into it. 
Let's go into it. So we're going to start off with our uh, segment of today, which is our smart asinine segment. Let's get ready to get into this. Okay. So, I swear I forget every single time that we got them down <laughs> tunes and music and melodies and sirens. And, of course, it, it started with me, and I'm sure it scared y'all, too. <laughs> Definitely through me out. Um, so first up, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. So let me just say, um, over two weeks ago, I went to North Carolina to go visit family. And while I was there, which is the reason I had to do the 14-day quarantine in New York City. But while I was there, my brother and I watched the Jeffrey Epstein um, docudrama, docuseries, um, a documentary on Netflix. And it was so freaking good. I had not been following this case and Jeffrey Epstein as much as I probably should have or been paying attention to it that much. Um, but we watched it and man, I was fascinated, like, and completely just thrown off and shocked. But one thing my brother asked me to do when I got back to the city, once I finished quarantine was go to the East side of the city and find Jeffrey Epstein's mansion. And I did. I was creeped out though, because I FaceTimed my brother. I'm like, this is a mansion, but they got cameras running 24 seven there. And I'm thinking somebody going to see it. Someone going to try to, you know, come and hurt me and kill me because, you know, Jeffrey Epstein is dead, supposedly, but there's so many different theories about if he actually killed himself, if the president had him murdered, you know, other officials, or if he's escaped to some island somewhere. But it definitely, if you all haven't checked it out, you have to check it out. But it was real weird and creepy and scary to be by his apartment. So if something happens to me within the next couple of weeks, the government did it. That's all I got to say. Secret Society. Secret society, please don't come for my boy. Okay, little, we do not don't want come that. Me. I, I, ain't, I ain't do nothing. Right. You know, it I was best taking the girlfriend that they, uh, it was best taking that she wasn't going to live as long as, as well, that she was going to be either dead or commit suicide while she's in custody. So I was, I was kind of, kind of watching this. What's like the charges on her now? Like, what are they, um, charging her with? Well, she was involved with, uh, What's the word? I don't even. I don't know that I have the right word. She was basically making these young women and and young girls at the time feel real comfortable because you know another woman is there, so they feel a little bit more comfortable about being in the space. And then she's like, "Hey, Jeffrey wants you to go massage his back." And then, you know, she's basically helping him seduce these women and get them into spaces, and I think participating in some of the acts too. But now they're trying to. Um, unseal some of the documents and records that were closed off uh, hundreds of pages of it that involves her relationship with Jeffrey and situations with government and officials, royalty. It's a whole mess. This whole case is messed up. It's already weird. It's weird. So if you all watch it on Netflix, let us know what you think about it because it's crazy. But I I had to go check out his place. Um, And this is a wealthy man. A wealthy, a wealthy right. white, dangerous man, um, and she was very much so connected to it all, and worked it out in a way where she wouldn't be sort wouldn't get charged or in trouble initially. Jeffrey worked it out for her, but now he's gone. It's like all bets off the table. But it's a mess. It's it's crazy. It reminds me too, like, yeah, I watched a documentary on Netflix, and like to me, to show you how much how much wealth you have can can get you. Pretty much do anything you want to do. I'm talking about a man that has yeah. an island, man that yeah. lives in a fly out, no type of, uh, you know, uh, nobody watching them, you know, and so be able to get yeah. these girls out there and have other famous slash political slash kings out there doing what they was doing to me. It was amazing, but it just show you like what happens when you when you have when you have money, when you have power, and when you white. That if somebody. Was, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, we we know that uh uh what is it, cream cash run, rules everything around me. I mean, honestly, all right? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, greed is real. I mean, money money talks. It's what you need. But then you also, I, I think people think that when you're wealthy and somewhat successful, that you're automatically good. You know what I'm saying? Like you like you right, can't right. be a bad person or evil malicious individual. Um and he was he's manipulating and tricking and, and in some cases taking advantage of some of their situations. Like some of 
some of the women were poor trying to make it for themselves or for their family. So, hey, you come over here and massage my back. I'm going to give you $200. Um, and then it snowballed into so much more. Um, right. And she was right along with it. The little funky girl. She friend, did, her little she was like, oh, like, happy head like like the, Right, the side, the side. She was like the kind of like the, uh, the lady with the candy <laughs> to lure the girls in. <laughs> but do you think like her arrest is going to bring type of like um, – it's gonna make her like kind of squeal, and it's gonna be a lot of these people, a lot of things gonna come out that maybe secret is gonna come out now. I, that's what I kind of think. I think she's gonna to get to a point where she is gonna face some time that she doesn't want to face, and because she's rich and powerful, she's gonna maybe do a lot of talking. Well, it, you know what? I don't even know because depending on what you believe with this Epstein case, speculations that. Um, People had Jeffrey killed or ex- had him escape from prison or the custody or whatever, and so he's on the island somewhere. So, you know, there's a lot of different people in those documents that are mentioned that did some heinous, messed up stuff. So would she squeal? Yeah, she better sing like a canary or crazy self. But uh, would she have the opportunity to? I think that's the mystery right there. That is right. the mystery. But, you know, um, if she gets put in the penitentiary, you know, I, I don't support, you know, violence, you know, you know, all the other stuff. But, you know, if someone pushed her down with her, her food tray, you know, if they tripped her <laughs> in the library, if they busted up her phone, I wouldn't be mad about it. You know, she needs to you know, just pop her dad, man, her head. It would be okay. Right. You know, her dad had a history, too. I think I forgot he was um, some type of famous um her dad was a famous uh, banker or something, that, something like that. And he had kind of a corrupt past, like a fall from grace. So I kind of, I don't yeah. know if it's genetic, but kind of that same, kind of same fall from grace that she's having right now. So like, yeah. I get, and my question too, and I've been hearing this too, is like, in to the victims, we know our condol, you know, our much justice for them and wanting them to get justice. But do you think if the victims were like of, of other color, because most of these victims seem to be white they seem to be um in an area in florida that were kind of um mm-hmm. uh kind of neighborhoods but there wasn't too many african-americans or too many other uh, ladies of color that i that we know of right now mm-hmm. do you think the story i've got because I just, I just don't see you know we have these That's cases that happen in africa about girls getting snatched stuff and things like that or getting taken off from different countries that i don't know we don't hear this much noise about but it seems like this one got a lot of yeah a lot of noise and and frankly it wasn't really no women of color so do you think i don't know if that plays a factor in, into you know getting this uh, yeah. no, no i think i think that's a good question though i don't know because i don't know if to be completely honest i feel like it goes not deeper but even even more so far back than that you know and by that i mean that that I mean that by that I mean that I feel like it only has a publicity because of Jeffrey Epstein's status, right? Because I don't know if it would be a thing if it was just some rando or someone people really didn't know if these these women, the victim victims, did um, if they would actually receive justice or attention, right? I, it literally was only picked up because Jeffrey was this socialite, this what millionaire billionaire who people knew but didn't know. So he's this mysterious individual and people want to learn about him. Then they start to do their research and then they find out all these things. So, yeah, I think that's a good question. Would it have been big if these were women of color, black women? Um, But also, like, just just based on gender alone, would it even have been the thing if Jeffrey didn't have his his status um, in the world, right? And to me, like, even with, because they try to compare, like, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Bill Cosby, uh, what's the latest, the other guy, the producer, uh, Uh, Harvey Harvey Weinstein, Uh, uh, Mm kind of make it like this secret cult. Like, do you believe, like, I kind of think, man, like, you know, this with these cults, or I don't even want to call them cults, but maybe just a group of people that had this wealth that can kind of almost, rule certain areas or rule certain things or hush up things like you think not i feel like that's going to come out now with with this stuff going on that uh it's no i don't want to say no more of it but just um it's going to shine a well, bigger me- light with things under yeah with the media you can't be just just 
though it can't be under put underground because I know a lot of times with even with the Jeffrey Epstein case, uh, it was said in a magazine like a magazine. I forgot what magazine had came out first with the story, but he ended up shutting that magazine down, not to even come out with the story. And so the lady did all the yeah. interviews and got yeah. out there, then they shut it down. So um, you know, I think. It, it had to be something to that being rich and being able to control mm-hmm. what normal human can. And a lot of that, I think we're going to see a lot of that coming to start to play out now where these things that were kept a secret from the rich and famous is not not going to be secret anymore because now it's a, a thing to be able to tell off. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, th- I mean that ideally that should have been the thing or was the ideal of the thing with the Me Too movement, right? Um, you know, for that purpose, how women are treated. And um, I don't, I'd have to find the clip, but there was this clip where the guy that hosted, I don't know, the Oscars, I think. Um, I don't know which show it was. Um, but he basically called out the people in Hollywood for knowing these things and accepting it um, or not saying anything about it. Everybody want to be hush-hush for different things and for different reasons, and it ain't right. It's just not cool. It ain't cool. So I, I hope we continue to move in spaces in the world where we are more vocal or or feel right. more comfortable to be vocal if you want to share or if not, you feel what do you mean or, or not, not shame, or not shame um victims because i think a lot of people you know don't want to come out because they feel they're not going to be uh believe they're not going to be uh because the person is so uh has so much power they're not going to be taken yeah. seriously or yeah or something back and happen they, they could be killed so I hope that this is shining a light that victims don't have to be ashamed or have to worry about their livelihood or life and that they can't come forward. Because that's, that's a big thing to keep that in, like, all these years. You know, people get shamed oh, for like, well, why didn't you say something? You should have said something back then. Like, what are you doing for now? It's like, you, you're not in their shoes, so how can you say when and when you shouldn't say something, you know? Oh, my gosh. Quite frank, when did you get so, you know, empathetic and compassionate and – and where did that come from? I would have never thought you would have said something like that. You're, you're quite disrespectful most of the time, so this is surprising. Well, I'm just this very is interesting. <laughs> I'm very disrespectful. I'm so surprised that you said that. That just that, something something that well, no, I, I, I guess. What? It's the truth, though. I mean, I was always taught that. I mean, I do believe in justice. I do believe in, you know, everybody should get a fair trial. Everybody should be. It's not guilty. And they're guilty. They're unguilty to prove innocent. I mean, they're unguilty to innocent. prove innocent, right? Innocent, right? Innocent until so, proven guilty. Thank you. Innocent to prove guilty. I didn't get it out. Spit it out, Cleo. Come uh, on. Right. But I do believe that. But on the same thing is that I then do not believe the victim because I wasn't there. I don't know. So only thing I could do is get the evidence and get the story. And I've just seen a lot of this witness, even with – uh, you know, we had an incident even with uh, somebody in our own culture, right? Um, with um, uh, Fat Farm, I, I can't remember the people's celebrities' names. Um, with uh, oh, uh, Russell, Russell Simmons. Simmons, right? And his victims um, recently coming out. He was basically had an uh, interview on uh, Breakfast Club, saying pretty much that these women were lying or that relationship, and he didn't think that was inappropriate. But you had the victim coming back out saying, no, like you basically got on here and said that we are liars and we're not telling the truth and this is not what happened. And them not being believed, right, after all these years. So it was like, yeah, I wasn't yeah. there to know. And sometimes, you know, these rich and famous people, even even the black ones, right, they get caught up in that celebrity and uh, what they think may, may not be inappropriate is, right, and they're not dealing with it because they're not seeing the victims hurt and trauma. You know, just like or, the king or- no, yeah, no, absolutely. Or they know, you know, they, I think people know, I think people really do know when they do things like that, right? When they um, mistreat and they abuse and sexual assault and, and, you know, rape, they know, I just think they don't care or they think they can get away with it because power and privilege gives you that mindset and that, that you know, that chest that you can poke out where you think you're invincible, but it's, um, it's messed up. It ain't good. And, and it ain't cool. And it's a mess up situation where victims really do feel because a lot of the time they're proven, it's, it's proven true that when they do go and share their story, um, people aren't trying to hear them out. People questioning them. Um, right. I remember situations where I've been with people 
and accompanied them to report something to an officer. And this male officer with this woman is being very disrespectful. Why did you report it? Why, why are you reporting it now? Why didn't you do something? Then? Why didn't you say something earlier? Like, sir, that ain't the point. You know, let's deal with the here and now and let's figure out how to help. But it's messed up. I mean, once again, I feel like we've talked about this in almost every episode, but um, women are disrespected. They're not treated. They're not treated right. They're, they're, you know, we don't, we don't, we give, we give men, people with those privileged identities are always and forever the benefit of the doubt. Women, we be like, well, what you do? What you wear, what you say, I don't know. Right. What you're trying to get some money, you know. Right. True. I, I do agree with that. But, th- thank you, that. quite frank, for for sticking up for the for the ladies today. I'm I'm proud of you. Hey, you're growing. You're learning here. from K. Little. Please, I'm I'm here for the ladies. You know. Well, speaking speaking of ladies, do you want to? Let's uh, talk about what happened to uh, your girl uh, Megan Thee Stallion and, and Tory Lanez. Since we're talking about. <laughs> Standing up for our women, protecting them. Uh, I don't know as much protecting them as men, but uh, it's just crazy. I mean, I can't believe when the story came out, I couldn't really believe it. I didn't really know too much about it until I started hearing about it. And I'm like, what the hell going on, man? Like, we in quarantine. Why are y'all getting stopped? Okay, see, I'm not going to lie. I still don't know what's happening. And I'm, I'm going to be very honest here. When I first heard the story, I literally said to myself, that definitely couldn't have happened because Tory B speaking peace and unity, it seems like 24-7, at least what I've seen. But I immediately took his side and discredited Megan. That was that was not good. That was bad. I mean, perfect example of how sometimes, you know, we operate and we have to check ourselves. But I don't really know what happened. All I know is Megan was like, I'm in the hospital, shot up, uh, sure. but I'm cool. And I'm like, what? 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 In the story, they said that they were both, uh, there was, I guess they were maybe at a party or they were having some type of get-together. And Meg and uh, Tory Lanez were in the car together, and some whenever something happened where they're they were in the car. Uh, some some reports said that there was uh, somebody sticking them up. Some reports said there was an argument. Um, it's not really the full truth came out. But all they know was gunshots that came out of the car. They got out of the car. Megan had her foot uh, uh, shot up, like the uh, the movie Damn. with uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> She told her to shoot the foot. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said, shoot my damn foot. But, you know, and then uh, later on, they ended up charging two lanes uh, with weapon charges. And I believe after that, uh, Megan the Stallion came out with saying that she was a victim of being shot and she, you know, traumatized and things like that. So, uh, but, but did, she really claim, did she say it was him? She hasn't said that yet. No, she just she just okay. admitted that she was shot in the foot. She so, can't catch a break. But, like, but but like I mean, she she came back with Savage, but people were talking about her. First they were talking about she can't handle her business because she ain't got no money. Then people was like, oh, but you in school, but you making D's, C's, and F's, and now she getting shot in the foot. I mean. Can a woman live at all at this point? This is I'm not pretty, good for her. But that, that dude, that, that dude bring it up again because you have 50 Cent making fun of them, right? <laughs> making fun of her tragic experience. I can't stand it. Here's another case of men not protecting our women, especially in the case of black men not protecting our black queens, right? And mm-hmm. I, she kind of at that point where we don't really take them serious. In this case, I feel like it wasn't taken this it's not taken serious, but we don't know all of that evidence. So I don't want to quickly, you know, I blame my brother, uh, uh, Tory Lanez. I don't want to blame him so quickly, but it's like, you know, I, it, it's, it's a weird situation, you know, but I don't want to say that she's that, cause she said it hasn't said anything either. So we just don't know. But I don't think we need to go just straight mm-hmm. to make fun of her because of, you know, that is a tragic thing that can happen getting shot. That's not a, it is. something that's it's messed life. up. It's messed up. It's messed up. I, I hope she, I really do. I hope she. I know. I'm sure she will make a full recovery. I'm hopeful of that. Um, but I do hope she's healed and she's not too traumatized by this really scary ordeal. So get better, May. Right. If you're listening, May, get better. Cause you a savage. You strong. Savage, you're cool. Right. You ain't ratchet. <laughs> there like you go. It. There you go. She's good people. I roll with her. All right, oh, so what about, let's, let's see, you want to talk about, we're talking about celebrities, you want to keep rolling with the celebrities? 
Let's go ahead and bring up the the big shots. <laughs> Let's bring up your next president for 2021 or 2024, <laughs> uh, uh, Kanye West and, and the Kardashians. What a oh show that has this week. <laughs> you talking about an okay. unknown? That's an unknown, unknown thing, right? Now. Oh my gosh. Okay, so so Kanye West had his what first rally, what a couple of days right. ago, and exactly. um, it was interesting. The first, okay, I saw it. I didn't see all of it. Quite Frank has much more information on it than I do. Um, but the first thing I'm like, okay, are people there just because it's Kanye? Are people there because they believe in him? Are people there because they want to make a fool of him and request? Or watch him make a fool of himself and record it. You know what is what is happening there. Um, there were some people cheering. There were some people that were like what, and there was a lot of silence. And maybe it was just the pieces right. that I I saw, but it was interesting. So tell us about it, quite frank. So really, I mean, yeah, like you said, had the rally, uh, and so it really was supposed to be a rally to to for his presidential candidacy for him to get on the ballot. Um, and then t- it turned not into that. <laughs> it turned into really uh, uh, kind of a, to me, a mental breakdown. And so he mm-hmm. went on to not really talk about, you know, what he was running for, why he should be the next president of the United States. Uh, he kind of went into why, um, what the kind of, kind of Kardashians, kind of the West versus the Kardashians and how they're trying to commit mm-hmm. them. Oh, um, you know, he kind of more, so I think a lot of it was him talking about his mother and father and how, abortion and how he he didn't know whether or not he wanted to bring his um, daughter into the world, his his father didn't want to bring him to the world, and kind of just emotional, just breakdown. I just, I feel bad for Ye. Like, I think he hasn't, he hasn't been, been well, and we, he's made documents of all that, but he just hasn't been very well, and so I think we saw, unfortunately, with this 2020 being crazy, it is, we just saw a mental breakdown on a public platform of, of something that should be taken seriously with his presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. He he did make, you know, he made comments about that. He talked about Rosa Parks. He talked about here yeah. Tubman. He talked about, was it money for pregnant women, right? Or or women like he, with moms. He said, they asked him what he's going to do, like far as what is one of his proposals. He said, if you have a, anybody that has a child will receive a million dollars. Gotcha. And at that point, it was at that point I was ready to have a child, but I will um, I will say I will say that I keep t- I keep saying that we're not going to come out of 2020 or COVID um, unscathed in any way. We're going to come out with some some wounds and some scars for sure. Some of the things we're going to learn from and look back on it and like be thankful for experiences, and some of the things will be traumatic. Um, and Kanye West has a history, of course, of mental health, uh, bipolar disorder. Um, right. I remember, quite frank, what was it? Was it last year? Kanye and Charlemagne the God were going to do right. a mental health talk in New York City. I bought tickets, mm-hmm. immediately paid a nice little penny, penny for them, and then they canceled it because Charlemagne, I think, thought it was inappropriate to have him on stage at that point while he was still dealing with things. I think there's also reports about Kanye not taking his meds or refusing to take his meds, and so he's having an episode now. Um, but I I do think that this, we should not be, like you said, laughing and making fun of Kanye, but also, you know, recognizing mental health and what that is and, and you know, not having the stigma around it. Um, it's it's I think, sad. I think, I think so, too. Go ahead, sorry. I was I was just saying it's sad that we 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 make fun of these things, um, yeah. And we don't really we don't really see that people are probably crying out for help. I mean it's it's and it's yeah. messed up all around for Kanye, of course, but then also his his family too that are trying to do their very best to support people. You know, people are affected by this. So yeah. Yeah, and I think too. Like speaking on that too, I think you're now seeing the effects of people being having to stay at home. And having to deal with, or not having been able to deal with, maybe talk to some psychiatrists or dealing with their mental health, and you're seeing it like come out. Cause you gotta imagine we've been we've been uh, in lockdown kind of ish, right? And been in other mm. parts maybe so lightly, but yeah, people just have to deal with themselves, right? Until March, so people having to be with themselves, and so like to me that's what it was. To me, it's just like you said, him having another, I don't want to say episode, but it's another attack, right, on his mental health. 
Um, and him not have not to me not having the support. It's like I had a problem. I just have a problem. Like where are your your buddies in hip hop or your buddies in um in the celebrity world? Like where are they? I know Dave Chappelle ended up coming to Colorado, and I do haven't said what he did. But it's like where is Jay Z? Where is Beyonce? Where is uh, but all these I, I, but I don't. I don't think it's as simple because think about when Charlemagne the God was trying to help him out and it sort of backfired. Think about when he went on Sway. Uh, what's it called? Sway. You ain't got the answer. Sway. How Sway? Um, yeah. You know, there. When people are dealing with things, a lot of times we're like, okay, where were you when this person needed you? Where were you when this and that? Some people are trying, and oftentimes you can work very hard and do your very best to try to support someone in the system and help them in the way they need it. But if they don't want to receive it or they can't understand it at the moment, then you don't Mm -hmm. know what to do. And whether we believe it or not, we've all had mental health struggles at some point. I definitely know I have during this quarantine. And I've even gotten to say something to quite frank and be like, okay, like, you making fun of me, but uh, quite frankly, be disrespecting y'all. But I was like, you ain't offering no support in this situation. Um, but it's not that easy. Like, you know. Boy, if you don't. <laughs> Come on now, please. <laughs> so now you're being disrespectful while I'm telling but, my personal but, story but, but, of, of trauma but, and tragedy. No, no, no. I get it. But I guess my point is like, why? Okay, for example, like, you take his wife, right? Now, he see I made a tweet, a whole bunch of crazy tweets, but tweets about her coming to Colorado to a doctor to see what's going on, right? And, I mean, most people say, where, where is she? But I think she, I'll be honest with you, have done a, a good job with trying to deal with, because you have to imagine that's her family, right? That's her husband talking about her kids, talking about maybe intimate intimate situations, even though he is maybe going through another attack, but you're talking about personal situations. So, like, I get it that you can't uh, help somebody that maybe you don't want help right now, but, like, don't sometimes take a village to come in and say, hey, bro, what's going on? Like, I remember people in my family, like, not being well. And, I mean, people just coming out of nowhere, like, thousands of people coming to my house and 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 pretty much making that person do what they need to do, right, to get get better. And I just think we have a, we have lost that, like, especially in the celebrity world. Like, you know, where is your, um, not yes person, but where is your person that you can turn to that's going to make you not make these crazy decisions or make you – go out into public where you're having these um, episodes. Like, where is his support system, right? Even And I feel bad because I feel he, like he really, you know, maybe lost that with his mother. I'm not too sure if his father is still around, but it's like I don't feel like he had maybe not had a, a big enough uh, net system, right? We have all these people talking about him and, and saying things, but I don't know if he has a, a, a wide range of support, you know, uh, and I hope he does. I, I- – I hope he does too. I, I hear what you're saying. I just don't think it's as black and white as that, you know. And, and I think that, and I, I think it's complicated. Well, I just think it's complicated. And he, maybe he has a village, and maybe he's refusing to do things. I mean, Kanye is a popular celebrity. He has money. He has influence. You get what I'm saying? It's you know that ain't something very easy, I'm sure, to convince him of something, especially if he's going. He's not taking medication. He's going through. Um, his me- battling his mental health and bipolar disorder, and also having um, um, the episodes right where he is uh, making some really interesting deci- decisions um, and, and displaying some behavior that um, could be concerning. So I, I agree. I hope he gets some help, and I'm hoping that they that, well, that think, people can come and support him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I think at this point, I think we need to go ahead and just say, yay, easy, yay, yay. I don't think he's going to make it for the president around this year. I don't think we need another celebrity, celebrity in chief. I think the celebrity in chief needs to be retired. Oh, that's a good point. And so, you know, Kanye, the birthday party, I really, I really like the name of that. I'm sorry. I just did. It felt real out. hype. It felt real good. You said yeah, what? That's out tomorrow. That come out tomorrow. Does the album come out? Is supposed to drop tomorrow? Oh, I, I don't know. I, listen, I, I have been on Kanye since back in the day when my brother was listening to my older brother was listening to Kanye and I was listening to it at the time too and you know so I don't know what Kanye coming out with I know it's, I, we we gotta go back we can do it. sometimes you have to remember like when you think about Kanye you really have to remind yourself of the old days of Kanye like College Dropout uh, them them great albums and just when you look at them albums and and uh, the songs and where he is now 
to me, like I said, he was somebody I looked up to in rapping. Somebody mm-hmm. was one of my Conscious favorite artists. Hip-hop. He kind of hip-hop. He was the first, right? And they made that. And talk about Jesus walked. And, uh, we don't care what they say. Like, just well, I don't know about, if I'd say he was the first, but he was there. He was well, I mean, he broke mainstream, you know, when it came in that, especially in that era. So just to see where he is now, man, I just want to, you know, send prayers to him and um, wish him wish him well, man, and good luck and recovery, man, because we, we still love you, yeah. I, I still love you, man. All right, so let's go ahead and go over. Uh, we'll talk about. Let's talk about something important about these school closings and about uh, the big thing is about do we send our kids back <laughs> to school? I know. I, that, that, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I just say no. Like, I, I have a little one. Um, she's actually really? about to be our first kin- in kindergarten. I didn't and know so, that. Wow. This is the first time I'm learning this, y'all. Wow, this is crazy. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know you had a child. Okay. Next show, y'all, you ain't having none of these tools. I'm deleting everything. She's zero, zero. She's about to start kindergarten. And, uh, I, told my, I told my wife, like, I just don't feel safe. If I had to choose right now today, um, I don't feel safe about sending her back because there is no plan. We haven't heard any type of kind of resolutions or uh, tactics or plans that they're trying to do to keep the kids safe. And with her being so little, I just don't see how social distance, one, if she's able to go on on campus, how that will even work, right, uh, with kids being mm-hmm. able to take off their masks and doing crazy stuff like that, right, just keeping them in check with the social distance. And on two, if they try to go part-time, you know, for a kindergartner, I don't know how you keep them on a computer like that, right, because, you know, we we work. Uh, other, I'm sure uh, people that are uh, having to deal with this are working, so they can, maybe can't constantly be on a computer like that when as, a, as somebody as little as she is. So it's, it's a very tough situation. But then on top of that, you got your 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 favorite, your best friend, K. Little uh, Betsy DeVos, saying that she's I not knew you'd have to, to say that. <laughs> she's not going to find Michigan, right? Isn't she Michigan? I, I, you know what? I don't want to claim that yet. I, I want to. I got to look that up. I don't know. I hope not. Her, her, her little funky self from the minute, if I'm not mistaken. But she messed up in the head. She real, she real, she ain't human. She real messed up. She got some problems. Uh, What's going on? You said what? No, something, it's, I'm creamy. There's something going on in her mind. Oh, yeah, something yeah, ain't no. right. Yeah. The something definitely ain't right. But, but this is the thing, though. With the kids, though, There's I think there's so many layers to it, but some people are bringing up good points. Like some teachers have to pay out of pocket to supply essentials for their students in the classroom. So some school districts don't have a ton of funding, aren't able to provide students with what they need anyways. So how are you expecting students to exist in in school or in the classroom? Probably don't have proper masks, don't have the proper protection, don't have the space and social distance. Some places are sharing books. You know, schools, you have to share books and different things. How do you deal with that? Do you have a custodial team, um, a well-equipped custodial team to come and clean after spaces regularly? It's messed up. And and I don't even know if it's easy just to simply say, um, right, your kids shouldn't go back to school because then that's so right. complicated because people have to work and you don't always want to put your child in daycare because that also might not be a safe space too. COVID is messed up, but the way that some people and humans are responding to it is dangerous, and it's it's real, it's real yeah. sob like it's messed the, up. The way where your where, the way your president is acting is real dangerous. About <laughs> even his approach to this is. is I don't have a like, president. I only know the Lord Jehovah. Continue, please. <laughs> My rock. I agree, <laughs> but it, I, I I just think yeah, this way it's being handled is crazy. Like. Um, you know, it's just, it's just at some point, it's like, when do you choose your health and safety over what the government says, right? And it's it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard decision. It's what we, it's really the unknown. Like you don't know which way to really go. Do you keep them home, but then you 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 kind of punishing them because they're not getting the socialization, they're not getting some of the aspects of being in the classroom, uh, or keeping them safe? Do you send them off because? You know, it was already the sayings out there that the, the schools were already drafting up uh, letters to go home saying that a student mm-hmm. had died from COVID. So it was like kind of making it numb for kids, you know, to be there or expecting that students are going to die. 
Um, so it's like, you know, what, what, which way do you choose, especially as a parent, like you, your job is to keep your, your kids safe and keep them nourished and keep them, uh, their minds going. And it's like, you know, we're in a, we're really in a tough, a tough position. So I just thought I said, we, it's going to be an orientation uh, for my daughter's school coming up in August. So, you know, I said, I just have to make my decision as the day comes. And, you know, I just think that we have to take it a, a day at a time, you know, because you want to do everything you can do for, to protect the little ones. They well, don't have a choice. You say you have orientation soon for your daughter? In August, they said, yeah, it's supposed to be in August. So I think sometime middle of August or something like Are you going to it to ask questions or you're not going to go to it? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Yet. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go because I need I would, to know. I, I mean, would like to be present on you know, FaceTime or Zoom to ask questions as well because sometimes you don't ask right, the, right questions, the hard questions that need to be asked. <laughs> hey, that's fine. But but it is a really a hard and it, that's another thing you got to I think it is a uh, you actually brought up a good point about all all hands on deck right because that's another disparity too when you think about a lot of people talking about these rural areas um, that might not have if everything goes like uh, part time or go back online that these rural areas or some even cities uh, that are uh, are disrupted won't have type of internet uh, they don't have computers and things like mm-hmm. that so like what are they right. Um, and somebody was mentioning that, you know, we're going to have to come as a community. That means you're going to have to call your cousin to come and use their laptop, right? If they got a laptop or a computer that they don't use, to borrow their internet, uh, you know, maybe having uh, checking in some of your distant relatives uh, for, for the school year so they can be able to learn. Like, it's going to be a community thing. Well, and, and that is, and that's even for teachers, too, because a lot of schools, universities included, assume that staff and faculty, professors, teachers, educators have all the resources to exist outside of the classroom. And it's like, okay, you do not need to assume that, right, you don't need to assume that I got a computer. You don't need to assume that it works properly, that I have high-speed internet, that I have internet. Um, it's just the reality of the thing, too. And uh, even some schools will have programs, okay, we're going to give you an iPad, a computer, but some schools don't have that, that option and that privilege or the funds to do those things. Um, at the end of the day, we we don't live in a just world. We really don't. Um, and it's messed yeah. up. It's not cool. And if we talk about children being the future, which they totally are, um, why aren't we doing what we need to do to not only you know, educate them and, and make sure they have the everything that they need and the resources in the classroom, but also protecting them? from this pandemic, right. this virus, and other yeah. messed up things of the world. So, Betsy, right. so, if you're listening you're to this, come see us. Come see us come because see us. I'm swinging on site. She's going to be another, oh, another Karen. Another Karen. <laughs> at this point, like this, this is crazy. But I'm pretty sure um, – Betsy is a Michigander, and uh, you know Betsy. Betsy been Betsy has has hasn't been qualified, you know, from day one to 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 have right. that position and to be doing what she's doing. But here she is. Hashtag white privilege. White privilege. There, there, there it is. Mic drop. There it is. You, know, you did that on you did that on the head, uh, Kelly. All right. So you want to go into? Uh, let's see. You want to go into another another asinine? You got anything other asinine you want to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, I do want to chat about, um, you know, of course, when we always talk about the BLM movement, you know, that's very important and that's very much so um, prevalent today. Uh, One cool thing I see on social media, I'm sure all of you have too, and quite frankly, you have as well, but so many black businesses getting the um, props and the recognition and the advertisement that they deserve, right? Because I've been all about let's continue to support these black businesses. Let's keep going. And people have been on board with it, but it's been, I've been telling people to make sure they do their research um, and challenging some companies and businesses too, because I was walking in in Manhattan the other day and and I'm saying Manhattan because I need you to understand the area that I'm walking in. Um, And I'm walking Hell's Kitchen, Upper West Side, and there's a bakery a white bakery that has BLM cooked into their bread. Um, I thought that was so cool. But then I also mm-hmm. was thinking like, and I saw an article too. I'm like, dang, are people like benefiting from just like putting BLM or Black Lives Matter on their website, on the t-shirt, on the pen, on the piece of bread, on the cookie, on the pizza slice, yeah. um, just so they can, right. Just so they can get the business um, and actually not for the cause. And then how many places are starting to advertise different things 
um, and probably advertising in disguise to claim to be this black business or supporter of, but actually not. And so making sure we do our research because people are going to benefit from the movement in very crooked, heinous ways, like it's messed up too. So, you know, I, I'm interested to I'm interested to know and eventually see how these businesses continue to carry out that movement and that um, what BLM stands for, right, and what that means for all black lives um, and not just putting it on some bread and if you're actually doing the work and if you're actually standing behind what, it in bigger ways too. Now, what about the black businesses that's been in office? Like, do you, you – could they been – I mean, I guess I'm looking at, like, can black – can black – Businesses benefit off of um, Black Lives Matter. Well, well, yeah, I think we should. But I, I mean, assuming you're a black individual that believes in the movement, because we know that's that's not. I mean, the rather that's not always the case, right? Um, but mm-hmm. assuming that that's the case, I think so. I mean, I'm I want to do my very best to always support black businesses or black uh, small black businesses. I come from a family of that, you know. Um, you know, we were living like the Jackson Five. I ever watched that movie. Where uh, what's what's the yeah. name? Joseph? Was it was it Joseph? Joseph, Joseph no. acting up with the kids no. and beating them, but they get up. Basically, that was my situation in our uh, family business, our small business. But I, you know, we do rely on the support of the community. So I, I want black businesses to thrive completely, completely. I just want to make sure white businesses specifically, or or non-black businesses, if you're posting that you're standing behind it and you're not just trying to literally use it as a marketing tool to get more profit and, and um I, customers. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't want a white business that Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like now that I think about them, like I don't really think Really? I wanna yeah, 'cause I and I don't know, I I feel some way about it. Like even when you just said it, like I feel some way about it because why are you marketing again, marketing off of black people, right? And black people's um struggle and hurt. And I'm not saying like Black Lives Matter is about hurt, but just in the sense of that, why should you be the one profit off of when you profit off of us of, of years? So why should uh, oh. when I mean white business, I'm talking about a business that doesn't have any type of like um, diversity, doesn't have any type of um, minority, right? There's just the is basically just you know one group of people working in one place. I don't feel like they should be able to pocket pocket off of us again. So so then my question to you would be, do you think that, do you think that, okay, because the, the conversation is you use your privilege to help and to assist and you should not be silent, you should speak up. So should they do that more in their personal lives and not bring it to the business or should they be incorporating it in all aspects of their lives? You know what I'm saying? I think, like yeah, no, I think that's a good question. Uh, no, I think I agree. I think that, yeah, you definitely should promote it. I'm not saying you, you shouldn't promote it. And I guess, I mean, you shouldn't be pocketing the money. Like, if you're going to do something with Black Lives Matter, right, let's say you're going to sell a T-shirt or you're promoting your ads, cool. But I think any if there's any, like, money that's actually raised or money that's coming in, that then that money or financial piece of it should mm-hmm. be then that actual movement, right, or to some type of organization that. or somebody black that could <laughs> benefit it off, right, paying somebody's bill or whatever that's yeah. uh, of color. I don't think they should be... Yeah. Packing in the money, you know what I'm saying, off of that. You know, we know kind That's of what I mean. That's a good yeah. idea. Like if you're if you're gonna put that and you know that has increased your business, uh, your revenue. Right. What are you doing to right. get back to the movement now? Good question. If you all are hey, New York City, you walk past that bread company, knock on the door and ask mm-hmm. them what y'all doing for right. them. What you doing for Black Lives Matter? Or what you doing for Black mm-hmm. People? Period. Right? Or people of color? Period. Or what are you doing? How are you using your privilege to combat? Uh, this form of racism or blue, uh, police brutality, you know? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Good question. We got to what? We got to stand up. We got to make sure our, vers- our voices are heard. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But good, never, point. good question. Yeah, we can't pop up our backs no more. No more. No more of that. Well, that takes no, care no, no. of. After- no. Go ahead. What you about to say? What you about to say? I'm about to sing Deborah Cox. No, nobody's supposed to be here. No, 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 no. But y'all ain't ready for those vocals. No. <laughs> okay, let's move on. But no, yeah, that's I take care of our segment of Asinine. We have that each and every week. Hope you enjoyed that. Let's move on to another segment, Chris. You want to take that away? 
And ain't and is. So tell us, um, about to ask your question or talk about some things, and you tell us whether you want to comment in the comment section now or talk to us later about it, um, if you agree with the and is or and ain't. So COVID unemployment is ending this month, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it was going through September, but I think it's this month. Um, So I want to know what you all thought about that. Like, do you think it was fair for the unemployed to get additional money Oftentimes, more than the essential workers, a lot of people were making more money than they would if they were actually working and making more money than the essential workers still on the front lines in some cases. So do you all think it was fair for the unemployed to get additional money and is or and ain't? I actually think that um, I think that that additional money was necessary. People are unemployed. And I think that was that was good. I'm all. I was very excited to hear that because I think it was great for those of us um, that are low income, low SES that have been struggling to have some extra funds and to be able to ideally use it to come up in some different ways, right? And by come up meaning. Um, have a little bit more security financially because that's comforting. That's very healthy for us, right? I mean, when you're struggling mentally, it weighs on you because you're always thinking about it. Um, so I think it was great. I do know, I'm sure, I do know that some people were benefiting from that extra money and probably shouldn't have been. And by that, I mean people that didn't need that for a lot of reasons, whether they come from different situations of wealth, whether they have people that were doing X, Y, and Z for them. And I don't know everybody's situation, but I do know that some, you know, didn't need to take that. But how do you all feel about it? What what do you think, quite frank, about that? Do you think the unemployed, it was fair for them to get that additional money and oftentimes be making more than the essential workers and more than some of people that were still working? Right. No, I agree. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna get my. I wanted to remind everybody if you're listening live right now, go to www.blogtalk/smartasspodcast. The chat is open, and I just want to give a shout out to one of our our listeners that's out there now, Mr. B Dub. He's in the house. We're gonna give him thank you for coming in. For live chat. But um, so please leave your comments in the chat. Yeah, he is definitely. He got. He has a question too out here too that we. I don't know. If we can have time to answer, but we'll see if we have time to answer. Uh, but I, I agree. I mean, people been people been profiting off of uh, the stimulus, and I think it's a good thing because there's a lot of people with this COVID, man. We, I didn't realize how many people were in the customer service field or had to really don't have jobs that they can actually do work from home, and so yeah. I think that was great relief to people um, and. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think every state was different because, like I said, I live in Michigan, so a lot of people here, uh, yes, they received the extra 600 on top of the employment that they got and the stimulus, but some people still haven't got their stimulus yet. Right? I'm sorry, haven't still got their unemployment yet. Like, here we had a big problem with them not being able to uh, receive because they were so backed up and because they couldn't get the uh, system was offline and couldn't mm-hmm. get nobody when you call. So there's a lot of people right now that still don't have it to this day. And so my concern was like, you know, we tell them to stay in the house, but how do they eat? How do they uh, go, you know, live and get to put a roof over their head, you know? And so with this ending, um, you know, I feel like what are we going to do, right? I don't think we're out of the woods, and I really think that no. it's going to be another stay-at-home order, right? So I'm with it. Like, I'm with them getting um, getting it, uh, getting the extra 600 And, yeah. I mean, I'm we some people are blessed where we don't have to – necessarily worry about it like our jobs are safe and i'm i thank god every day that uh, i wasn't too too much affected by it but not saying i can't be but i was doing okay we're doing okay right now but i i rather see the people that needed the 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 that need it right now get it you know um but you know you have finesses too that can spoil a bunch and and do certain things that's not right but on the up and up i think yeah we need it and we need we need our government to go ahead and, and renew that stimulus, uh, that cares. What is it, the Heroes Act? They need to go ahead and get that get that done. I don't like being left out though of the of the second one. I'm not gonna say, but you know they're changing now to where I think a household has to make if you make forty or less, you get it. Uh, so they push it down to forty when it was at, it was at seventy thousand at first. So now if you make more than forty, or I'm sorry, more than fifty or forty. Uh, you won't receive the the stimulus package again. I think that's kind of messed up. We look at Canada; they they getting money out the buku, and they they prime minister well, and telling them what they. You know, at the 
as long as I would say with the unemployment piece, as long as I think it is hopefully is renewed or it continues in some way, because people are nervous, you know, you know, COVID already gives us fear. And now it's about that, that other fear is about to come back because potentially if you didn't save your money or you were, you had to do other things or other emergencies came up um, and now you're about to start off with rent again or lose some of that assistance. Um, it's scary. It is scary. Um, yeah, but you know, you gotta remember, a lot of people wanted some extra money too. Yeah, and with people that got furloughed too, we gotta remember that too. There's a lot of people that got furloughed. Um, I know people that were still working necessarily, but they got furloughed, so they lost half of their wages. So that extra six hundred that was coming in was took care. It made it made up for their salary of what they lost because um, the, the job wasn't paying them as their whole salary. So yeah, it, it was definitely, it's definitely needed and needed now and I, still. Yeah, and I also learned too. I didn't know that this was a thing, but I also learned that um, um, some places, teachers, um, if they get sick with COVID, they have to use their sick days. Um, you know, they have to use their sick, actually use their sick days. And if they run out, or or if it extends past fourteen days or so, then they are just not receiving any pay during that time. Um, it's just messed up. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. COVID is just messed up. Government corruption is just messed up. Um, but I am hoping that people can come. People, I don't know, can find the help and resources that they need to stay afloat in these situations. I mean, the security, all of the comfort and security that we have, whether we had a ton of it or just a little bit of it, it seems to continuously be pulled or snatched from under us. So times are hard. So. Yeah, Let us know what you all definitely. think with the questions and stuff. I want to hear the question from um, the questions that, that was in the chat. Yeah, let me hear what uh, he does say it. Uh, so the so question was, skin folk and kin folk have been brought up as a diverse statement. Do you agree with that or disagree? <laughs> skin folk and all, kin folk? And all, so, all, all skin folk and kin folk. And you know it's funny that it's okay. funny that he skin s k i n skin folk like skin yeah s k i n skin folk ain't kin folk. Can you read the question one more time? Uh, I, I think I think I understand what he said about that. So he said he said the question or the phrase skin folk ain't kin ain't kin folk has been brought up as a diverse statement. Agree or I'm sorry, a, a device statement. Agree or disagree. I don't understand the question. So I think so. If I'm reading the phrase right. All skin, so you know, you hear that phrase like all skin, all skin, and kin folks. So meaning, if you black, that means you're a part of the really black community. And I think like an example of that is uh, uh, Candace Owens. How she is black, but she's a a black Republican, and she has a very very outlandish things to say. Even when it came to like George Floyd, when it came to Black Lives Matter, things like that. You have like now you have these uh, supporters for Trump that are, that are black, but have these little, real little different Republican reviews, um, and so kind of put down their own community sometimes. So like basically saying that because you one race, right, that you ain't always a part of us, or you're not really down for the cause. That's what that. So you saying I didn't, I, I, didn't, I wouldn't have gotten any of that from that. No, you from down. I've never heard of that before. I've well, never. I mean, it, I've I, never I, what? I, I, well, my, I mean, from what I got of it, and uh, uh, though you can you can elaborate more on it on the, on the chat. But uh, to me, I it was funny that you bring that up because I was actually looking at a couple like um I guess you call them YouTube stars, but um that are real anti Black Lives Matter. Um, and when you look at their videos, they're putting down a lot of these by George Floyd and uh, a lot of these killings and. They put him down. They praise Trump uh, for a lot of things that he's done, right? And the kind of his really racist remarks, and so it makes you look at him like kind of different. And I, to me, it's just um, I, I don't just I don't kick the model of saying they're not a part of, but they just have different opinions than we do, right? And some of that to me is just not not for to for uh, for the debate, right? Um, and maybe you just because you were saying you want race don't mean you're gonna feel the same thing, but I just feel that if you like I say it all every show if you ain't if you ain't with us you're against us so 
at this point, if you're against it, that's fine. I know where, at least I know where you stand at. Well, it it just calls for just being mindful that every person of color, right? Every black person doesn't mean you're you're woke. Doesn't mean you're born woke. Woke. You have to be surrounded by or born into or uh, in some situations, you know, um, placed placed in spaces where you're taught and where you're you learn different things. And at some point, you're learning, and at some point, you might be unlearning. So. A lot of people might have to, just because you're black, you know, that doesn't mean anything. Also, black people are not one group in the sense where we've all had the same experiences. We're individuals. So um, our ideals and experiences and opinions on different things will differ, right? Because I didn't live the same life, quite frank, live, and quite frank, you know, didn't live the same life that I lived, too, you know? It but we're black. It I proved it baby. I sure didn't. <laughs> you said what? A privileged life. I sure didn't live that. I didn't live one either. So I guess we both live the same life, brother. <laughs> I guess. All right. So let's go. Let's let's let's, let's go into our ain't 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 is segment. So we're gonna go into our last segment. Mouth off. Which is mouth off. That's when we me yeah, and Kat, oh, we talk about what annoyed us this week. Yeah, yeah, you right. I need to play that. Okay, that's enough. Uh, what I'm going to do is turn this off. Y'all better get ready to rumble. Y'all got to run it. Get ready. So, I'm going to pick another one. <laughs> okay, this. so right. Mouth Office up first, and I'm, I'm going first this round. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes? All right. So, yep, the thing that so, like, quite frankly, said, what's been annoying us and, you know, what's been happening around in, in our lives or outside of uh, that's been annoying us this week. My quite, uh, my mouth off is actually a little different uh, this week. My mouth off is going to be um, uh, attitude specifically from quite frank. Um, so let, let me let me explain something <laughs> to you all because that's my mouth off. Quite frank, been in a real funky mood all week. Because something happened at the beginning of the week and quite frankly been in a real sour mood up until like a couple of minutes before the show. And, you know, if y'all know me, Kate Little, you know, I, I like to put people in their places because if you're being disrespectful and if you're not respecting Kate Little, then we got some problems. Now, quite frank and I have known each other for for seven years now. That That's my friend. Like, you know, I got him if he needs something. There's times where he's cried on the phone. You know, he needed money. He can pay his light bill. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> needed haircut uh-huh. advice haircut advice that was me i was helping him with that but this week this week that mouth off goes that it goes to quite frank put the try the crickets off try the crickets off while I'm it goes to All quite off. frank because because this man has been on my nerves this week now it doesn't mean that i care about him less you know it just means that um he, he been he been having his little underwear up his butt a little bit waking up on the wrong side of the room <laughs> And I hope next week is going to be better, and, and, and we'll see. But starting now, Smart Ass Podcast, I'm going to start letting y'all know uh, some behind the scenes when I have to um, check people and get them right. But uh, mouth off for this week for K-Little is Quite Frank. Take it away, Quite Frank. <laughs> thank thank you, uh, K-Little. You know, my mouth off is going to be uh, for people putting people in their place. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my mouth off. <laughs> that ain't what your but, mouth off was supposed to be. <laughs> well, I, I didn't went ahead and change it. Now, now I'm, about to, I'm about to change it. My <laughs> mouth off is for people that don't know that that can't get everything they way. Like sometimes, you know, when you when you're a kid and you you're born and they say, you know, are you gonna breastfeed or you're not gonna breastfeed, right? And I think the the kids that breastfeed, they they have some type of entitlement, right? Oh, they, 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 oh, he needs God. some milk. I need some milk every time, right? And so when things don't go their way, they want to complain and cry. But you know what? I still love them. I still care for them because they they help they help you, right? And sometimes, you know, you, what you do is never good enough for them. <laughs> but you still you still love them. But on top of that, my mother goes to uh, people that don't listen. In this world, you have to listen. Like we That's have true. two. God gave us two ears. To listen, right? You have to be uh, an attentive listener, right? And not just be be there. So, please, when next time somebody's telling you something and somebody's trying to get across a communication, right? Communication is very, very, very important. 
So please open up your ears when people are talking. Communicate, right? Communicate with what's going on. And close your mouth, right? So just communicate, communicate, uh, open your ears, and be an active listener, right? We need active listeners in this world, especially now with the, with the things the way they are, not knowing where our floor is. Who? Oh, I don't know. Listening. Jehovah. <laughs> Jehovah, dude. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> but, yeah, we just, we, during this time, we need we, we all need to be here for each other. We all need to be there because, like, like uh, Kay Little said, like, it's so much. Uh, mental health is real, right? And I think me and Kay Little do this, this podcast. I this podcast because it was something that we wanted to do and had a passion for it. But it's yeah. it's taking care of us, right? Looking out for K Little, K Little, K Little, looking out for me, and it's something to get us our our mind off of what's going on in the day to day world, right? Not knowing Absolutely. the unknown. Right? Absolutely. And so, yeah. So my mouth off is open your goddamn ears, people, and listen. Take heed to what people are saying, right? Do the right thing. Just be just be active, listen. And that's my mouth off for the day. That was a good one. I hope y'all heard the clap. That was a good one. All right, y'all. So first and foremost, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Smart Ass Podcast, episode three today. Um, We really, really, really appreciate it. Um, Like I said last time, continue to stick with us as we continue to um, test things out, to have some hiccups, but also to give good information, to mouth off, to showcase our smart ass in every single way. Um, So make sure you stick with us every single week because we hope to continue to bring it to you and get better every single time. Uh, We'll see you next week, uh, every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Blog Talk Radio slash Smart Ass Podcast, A-Z-Z. And if you missed the the live show, no worries, okay? You, You can and will find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts the next day. We're usually... Uploaded to the site tonight. So what in a what in about an hour or two? Quite frank, is normally yeah. uh, when we have it up. But make sure you pay attention to that um, at least about uh, Friday. And always and forever, be safe, be well, and we'll see you smart asses next week. See you. Peace. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.